Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows. All you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride. Cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Just ask. Say the word and I'll be there. Just ask. You know the greatest Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, um, I now have to worry about sizes of envelopes in addition to sizes of everything else. And I am just so concerned because how am I what am I going to do if I don't get into NYU? Yeah. NYU, USC. Are we going to New York? Are we going somewhere else? Worthington. Worthington. Googled it. Not a real university. Of course not. Totally fake. I didn't know they're listing every other major university in the planet. True. They are. The other ones, NYU, USC, are all real, as well as Harvard, where Andy's going. So So I legit was like, okay, is Worthington, am I worthy of looking up where Worthington is. Yeah. No, because it's not real. Yeah, so we have some major college decision-making happening in this episode of the show. This felt very um, like we're moving pieces around episode. Like the yeah. main drama was Dawson finding out about you know Joey lying and all that. But like certainly a less drama-filled episode than last episode. There was less drama, but I didn't find it boring. I don't know. Like, I got some feedback that it was kind of like a downer episode, like not that great. But I thought it was great. And I think it's because I'm, you know me, I'm such a college bitch. Like, I love You a college love college. Show. Yeah. So I'm really excited to, for these kids, not only to graduate, but for us to graduate from a high school show to a college show and how lucky are we that we get two seasons of a college show potentially potentially Maybe uh, there's yeah a time skip 
yeah, a la because we're that gonna... basketball twins movie. <laughs> the basketball, the basket. They're not twins. One Tree Hill, and they are yeah. not twins yet again. I will tell twins. you, they are yeah. not twins. But, but maybe it's basketball. just like that. Maybe we're going to like jump ten years into the future. Oh my god! Can we? Okay, so if we jump ten years into the future, I think we're gonna have to have some bad, like aged up makeup, right? Some bad, like really? all of a sudden, like Jen and Joey are gonna be wearing like pencil skirts and like putting their mm-hmm. hair in those like. I don't even That's, know fancy French twists. Jen at a corporate job is truly the worst timeline that I can think of. <laughs> that nothing would be worse if she's at a corporate job. Yeah. So uh, by by the end of the episode, seemingly we end up in a place where Dawson is thinking of going to USC, which is in California on the West Coast. University of Southern California. Yes. Joey is looking, setting her sights on Worthington, which is Wait. in Boston. Oh, is that where it is? It is in Boston. Okay. It's like in the show. It's yeah, it's supposed to be in Boston. Um, and it seems as though Jack and Jen are potentially doing a New York, New York. situation. Yeah, uh, and yeah, obviously we know Andy's in Boston, even though yeah, she's not on the show. All over the place, all over the place, really. all over. This is, and we're covering currently um, Boy Meets World, where all of them are going to the same college. This, yeah, and I think it also speaks to I don't know Dawson's Creek is a few years after Boy Meets World at this point. However, they're kind of at the same ages uh, yeah. where we're currently covering both shows. So it's kind of interesting to see Dawson's Creek, who is like a year or two after Boy Meets World, saying, hey, like, here's another example, Boy Meets World, of all the kids going to the same show. Right. We're not like other shows. We're a cool show. Yeah, we're the cool show. That's yeah. what Dawson's Creek is saying. And they're like, potentially, we're sending everybody... Off to different directions. I'm still a little suspicious of that. Yeah, I say naturally. I know, I know television. That doesn't make sense. Are we going to be yeah. cutting from school to school? How is that possible? I think everybody in Boston makes sense. Different schools, but everybody in Boston makes sense. Well, because Boston is, it's you know, it is a city with a lot of schools. So I, I agree that like tracks and it also keeps them in a similar, um, similar like location, similar um, like climate is what I mean. Like they're they yeah. still can wear their like cute winter jackets and hats and scarves and all of that because yeah. like California, you're not wearing all of that. Right. So if I had to make a prediction of what's going to happen uh, right now, I would say like somehow everybody kind of winds up in Boston. But um, yeah. And of course, we have Pacey, who is nowhere like he he uh, did he wind up applying to schools? I think I think. I don't I think that he did not. I don't or, think it was a part of the storyline if he did. He I yeah, so um his plan was always like I'll follow you, Joey, like I'll right. follow you. But like that's uh, I don't think that lines up with like him in this not episode healthy. being like, "Oh, I was happy when you weren't going to go." Like I don't know that that lines up with that cuz I'm like, "Why would you care where she's going if you're just going to follow her?" Like it shouldn't well, it's easier for Pacey to kind of stick to his roots near his family. Yeah. Boston's not supposed to be that far from Cape Side. They're both in Massachusetts. Right. So exactly. He can have the preference that they'll stay in, you know, a local area. 
Is it too far for her to commute? Like, can she commute from Cape Side to Boston? I don't believe so. I believe that they have, like, taken trips to Boston, maybe. Mm -hmm. So I don't think so. It's supposed to be, like, this tiny Cape Town. So I think that right. it, you'd have to drive into the into the city a little bit more, maybe a couple yeah. hours or something. Or yeah. it could be one of those situations where it's like, oh, I'm going I live in New York City. I'm going to go to NYU and I'm going to live in the dorms. And it's like, but why? <laughs> where yeah. like they go like that in Gossip Girl. I'm watching that right now. And there's a whole situation with like oh. NYU and like, why are you living in the dorms? You live in the city, like live in your house. I don't understand this, but you well, know, you don't want to be under your parents' roof, Jess. I suppose, thing. but then get an apartment, I guess. But then again, these the, the gossip girls like barely are under their parents' thumb. What do Please, you, they've what do all you... been drinking since like age 15 and they just go yeah. to bars and order drinks. And I'm like, how? It's true. It's how true. are they, they don't get carded? This? They don't get carded. Uh, they know which bars to go to and they don't get carded. Now, what do you think of That's the gossip ridiculous. girl? Um, I mean, it's definitely it's a show that I don't pay as much attention to. Right. Like I'll throw it on while I'm working and like pay half attention. I still despise Chuck. I don't understand all this. I hate him. He's the absolute worst. I hate the way he talks. He's just like, Mm. yeah. It's not his fault. You know he's British. So I know he's, he's British, but like accent. there are plenty of people who have accents and like try to put on an American accent and they sound perfectly fine. He's right. terrible. I still hate him. Um, little Jay has gone through quite the transformation, fashion yes. and makeup wise. Yeah. Well, you know that she absolutely fucking hated Gossip Girl. I don't blame her because her character is trash. No, so. like it was. This is a product. Like she was like an edgy singer girl who is in an emo band Aww. and she like hated it so much so i think that they made her character this gotcha. to like placate ha- her yeah because she has like the like frosty blonde hair currently yeah. and like the vampy look still yeah. i don't know honestly most of the characters i still hate um are you a blair or serena neither um, Serena is a hot ass mess who doesn't know how to get her life together. But Blair is so tries too hard. 90% of the she time. She has to try too hard. Just she doesn't. Things don't come. She does she, too much. And the fact that she's with Chuck brings her down like four levels no. for me. So I mean, back Chuck in the day, sucks. remember how, oh my gosh, it's the same exact comparison as um, uh, Joey and Pacey Like back in the day when I was watching Gossip Girl Back in like I don't know 2007 Like you were You watched it live And you liked Chuck and Blair together Like Ugh. they were like I was- see I would have thought it would have been like Serena and Dan would have been like the it couple That people uh, were yeah, rooting but for But they're kind of like insufferable They are and huge spoilers Um, For season like two of Gossip Girl If you care um, but when they found out they had like a shared a sibling, I was like, oh, well, that pretty much guarantees they're not going to get back together because they literally no. like have a brother. No, it's gross. No. So anyway, and then their parents got married. So, you yeah. know, um, they're not they're toast. But anyway, back to Dawson's Creek. Um, speaking of college where we are in the admissions episode, season four, episode 17 admissions and kind of like we predicted or you predicted like. This was a double meaning of like, okay, admissions to college, but also Joey finally admits to Dawson the truth. Yeah, it's a smart About title of an episode. Yeah. Um, 
So let's let's start things off. Um, we start with Joey like chilling in the cafeteria. She sees Jen come in and Jen all trips and stuff. And so she looks and she's like, oh, my gosh, wow. Like, are those all the colleges you've got accepted to? So Jen tells us that, OK, these are the ones that her and Jack got accepted to. Okay. And they're going to go together. Point blank. How? How did they get accepted how? to all these colleges? How? We they can't know- be that good at colleges, okay. right? No. NYU is a really, really good school. Oh, yeah. Really, I was really thinking, hard to like, get into. In general, New York colleges. I wasn't thinking. Yeah, but yeah. How? Because as we yeah. know, Jen did not fill in her applications. Jack yeah. and Grams did it for her. And Jack he- did not give a shit about going to school. Andy was the one that was constantly yeah. pushing them. How did they get accepted into like six universities that are pretty good while joey hasn't even gotten her first acceptance letter yeah yeah i uh i am yeah yeah i'm with you it doesn't make a ton of sense um especially because i don't think like jen is very smart um but she's not a good student and then you have jack who doesn't seem to be like the best student and so the fact that they both got into these schools is like fairly out and the only thing that is making sense to me is money. They are both of money. And I don't know. Like, is is it the connections? Is it nepotism? Is it the fact that they, they know that they could afford these universities without financial aid? Like, I, I think that's the only thing that could make sense. And that just speaks to this whole episode, like how gross it is that you can work hard, uh, super hard and get in and still not be able to go to the school of your dreams yeah. um, in the U.S. Because that's this is how it happens. Like Joey makes an excellent point in this episode about student loans. Um, oh, well, yeah, we'll get into it because. One would hope and wish that this wasn't still the same situation that we're in now, but it is. Nothing has changed. But even worse, so it's, like, it's worse. Even yeah. more so. The only so yeah. Um, I was just very suspicious about how Jen was yeah. able to pull this off. Um, unless Jack wrote the essay of the century, <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. This girl's been invested like 50 times. Yeah. Yeah. She keeps getting in trouble. Who who knows? Maybe like her parents put in a word like privately, but they don't like her. So who knows? Um. So then both Joey and Dawson uh, get like summoned um, over to the office. This is wild. This is. Uh, and so it's like <laughs> the secretary is so annoyed. She's just like, parents need to stop doing this and just let you open your mail when you get home. This was wild to me because back in my day, um, like you, the mail didn't arrive until like late in the day. So you would be home by the time the mail arrived. Maybe these people have like really fast mail people. Well, Jess, I think it's just a thing of luck, right? Because not everybody can get their mail between three and five. So you have to be lucky to get on the schedule. Even now I get my mail later. So I know you're just unlucky. Like this is bullshit. Not everybody in the universe. And I, like can get their mail between two and five it's impossible it's i know it's, it's like it's santa impossible like in it's order to like stop santa. all the houses Somebody it is like santa mu- you have to stop at all the houses and so some people are gonna get yeah. them stuff earlier well 
It's exactly <laughs> like Santa. Okay, yeah. I thought you were saying that like everybody just like Santa gets their it's presents magical. or their mail at the same exact time because it's magic. <laughs> I was no, like, no, Santa that's impossible. Has to stop somebody the has house. to get their mail at nine a.m. in the morning or at like eight thirty. If you like, get your mail I at nine a.m., please let me know yeah, because you are stop. a lucky person. I see. I I see the mailmen and women out and about delivering mail that early in the morning i, wish, I, I see I the truck somebody early. is getting their mail delivered in the morning i you're right i get my mail at 2 30. <gasps> i've always gotten my mail at 2 30. oh my god okay i don't I know need how to know who gets their mail early because you're one of the lucky ones um, i don't know how i don't know who i don't know how but yeah i've like pretty much always got my i wonder mail if at you bribe your mailman if they'll change their route so you can get your mail I, earlier i don't i don't although think to be so. honest like it doesn't Okay, this is different now because, like, back in the 90s, mail was everything, whereas nowadays it's, like, 90% junk mail, and, like, all the good stuff is, like, Amazon or UPS or whatever, you know? Um, so, like, now they have those, like, Amazon trucks that is drive USPS around. Yes, just in the business of bills. Mm, pretty much. Unless you're getting, like, a card from, like, a family member or something, which is mm -hmm. good news, but, yeah. Um, and so they get these calls and so Dawson has a call from his mom and it's from and it's he got a letter from NYU film and here's the thing uh, Gail if it's a small envelope don't fucking call don't fucking don't call him at school bitch don't do it but we also know Andy got a small envelope and she got in this is some bullshit like we all know the small envelopes mean you don't get in but anyway Joey gets a call too. Bessie is like gets a you know we find out oh it's Worthington and so unfortunately for Dawson he doesn't get in and Joey does get in I I mean like I was a little tickled that Dawson didn't get into But NYU. we like Dawson this season. No, I do. And it wasn't because, like, and I honestly, I I, I love him this episode. Is it because really you're like, do. I hate his films. They're trash. No, I just, like, I just thought it was realistic. Like, not everyone's going to yeah. get into everything. So I thought yeah. that it was, like, I thought it was good that he, and his movies blow. They're, they like, really the worst do. movies in the world. So, like, really for him do. to well, get maybe. to NYU Film, I would be like, do you know who goes to NYU Film or who went? Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Oh, my God. Do you God. think that Dawson is on the same caliber as the Olsen twins? I think not. No. I think not. But I also think that, like, maybe the reason he gets into um, USC later is because, like, um... Uh, Mr. Brooks like helped him become a better film. Whatever yeah, the maybe heck, you know, I, I, and like maybe just, he submitted that film as like his yeah. application or whatever. And also, like this whole episode just shows how much privilege Dawson has. Oh yeah, and I just think that it like builds character for him to get these like major life blows. So yeah. I like the fact that he didn't get into film, and I like the fact that. Even though, like, he was hurting, he was just like, Joey, you should be happy. Like, this yeah. is your dream. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so he goes out. They go out in the hallway, and he's just like, be happy. Don't worry about it. Like, you have to be happy. I'm happy for you. And so then Pacey comes up, and he's like, hey, what's going on? And Dawson's like, okay, you tell him the good news. I got to go to class. And so they, Joey tells him and they celebrate. He like, he is so excited for, he like picks her up. He spins her. Um, yeah. and he's like, oh my gosh, it's so fantastic. Be happy. You've got nothing to feel guilty about. And she's just like, this is so surreal. Like this stuff just doesn't 
happened to me. You know, my life yeah. is shit. Joey is forever on the my life sucks bandwagon. Like this girl never has a happy moment in her life because she just always is sad about everything. Yeah, she's waiting for the other shoe to drop. I think that people that have experienced a lot of hardship in their lives when they do have a moment of happiness, it's really hard for them to enjoy it in the moment because they're waiting for the other shoe to drop. They're waiting for what else is going to happen, what's going to damper this moment. And also, I mean, it's not Dawson's fault, but Dawson not getting in really does put like kind of a black cloud on the moment because she's like, how am I supposed to be happy in this moment fully when he's going through something at the same exact time? Right. So she's like, so then Pacey gets the idea of like, listen, I don't care about class. We're skipping. You already got into college. You need to go see that letter in person, which I'm just like. I don't okay like I don't know how that's gonna change anything like she knows she got in how is her seeing the letter physically gonna change anything because Pacey doesn't understand what she's really bothered about yeah yeah so uh they're gonna skip class meanwhile um Jack and Jen are kind of deliberating where they want to go and like Jen is trying to like get Jack to watch more videos and Jack like me gets motion sickness and is like, no, thanks, ma'am. I don't want to watch that handheld crap video again. <laughs> and so Jack seems bent on going to New York. Like he wants to go to university of New York because Jen, like every person who's ever lived in New York city always talks about how great New York city is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that New York uh, as a city really makes sense for Jack. It is anybody who's any like there's so many sorts of people, right? Like Jack is from lives in this small ass town where he's one of three people that are gay. Like New York, like the whole world is available for him. And Jen has talked it up. And I think that. Jack thinks that there's a part of Jen that wants to go to NYU or go to New York. Um, So I understand why. And Jen is being super, super hesitant about New York. Like she is actively trying to push them away from going to NYU and going to New York. Yeah, for sure. It makes sense for Jack because, like you said, it's a very liberal city. And so, like, any, it's it's much bigger than where they live now. And he wants to see things and experience things. Yeah. And he's just like, there's only one place we should go. And Jen is very hesitant about all this. And we'll learn why later in her therapy session. Um, and so they're kind of arguing about that. And then meanwhile, um, PC and Joey get to the B&B and... Bodie is just like calling out things like whatever um and Bessie's just like listen like we're gonna throw a huge party we're gonna do a big barbecue like this is so exciting you're the first potter ever to get into college and um so Joey looks at finally looks at the acceptance letter and like I think she's finally starting to get excited um and Joey's just like but she's also very just like nervous like this is this is a big deal that like I think it's just a lot. I think it's just overwhelming for Joey because for so long, so much of her life, she's very much been like, I'm just the poor girl on the creek. Like bad things happen to me. Nothing good happens to me. And yeah. so to get this big letter of like your this is essentially a letter that literally says like your life is going to change in a matter yeah, of months. this is a, a one way ticket out of the future that you thought you're going to have. Exactly. 
Um, and so, yeah, so it's a it's a big it's a big deal. Um, I can't believe that they actually got Bessie and Bodie back for this. I'm like a part of me is like, this is the last time I'm going to see the two of them ever again. And every single time I see especially Bodie, I'm like, damn, we are we are so lucky to get this Bodie content. <laughs> How did this happen? He is back. He's back just to give Joey a hug um, for getting into college. I mean, that's Bodie's only it's job is thing. to is to hug Joey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Joey's just doing her typical Joey thing where you can see in her face that she's absolutely miserable, even though she has a smile on her face. Yeah. Her typical Joey Joeyisms. Yeah. Yes. And so uh so yeah, so then we're back at the at the Leary household and Gail is like rushing to answer the door. I really like I don't know if I like the way Dawson's just like in your in your condition, you your shouldn't condition. be answering doors. I'm like she's not diseased, Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> like she's, she's pregnant. Can, can you please explain to me when little Danny Leary is coming because I feel like Gail's been pregnant for a thousand years. Yeah, she looks like she's about to pop for sure. We um, don't even know if it's a boy or a girl. I'm still assuming it's a boy. Um, I don't think. I don't think they've said. I no, think maybe they're it, just like we're not finding out. We're those people. Yeah, it is taking forever. Uh, I want the baby. Yeah, now. the baby is not here yet. Um, and so he's like, listen, I've got it. And she, she's all upset. She's like, oh, I know you're probably upset because you didn't get into NYU, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, listen, everything's fine. Then Gretchen is here to also comfort him. Like, listen, it, you're, it's going to be fine. Don't worry. How are you holding up? And Dawson thinks this doesn't make any sense. But Dawson's logic is, well, if NYU doesn't want me, USC won't want me. Well, it's like they do don't mean, talk to each other. Well, how do you mean? Like, I think that. I think that's how most people think. Like, if a school of this caliber doesn't accept me, then how does a school of a similar caliber accept me? I think that makes a lot of sense. The thing is, is that you're right. Like, it doesn't always fit. Like, there's people that get into schools that are of, like, um, like an Ivy, and they don't get into a school that's not an Ivy. It has... Yeah. Um, people, the, the, the admissions have like a lot of different like factors to put in, you know? Um, yeah. but yeah, it, I, I can understand like Dawson's thinking, like he probably thinks that he's, you know, should have luck at this point. Yeah, he basically is just like, oh, well, since I didn't get into here, I'm not going to get into here. And Gretchen is saying something that I don't think Gail and Mitch would appreciate. But she's just like, well, Brooks didn't go to college. You know, he just he just started making movies. Well, yeah, but this is the 90s. And if you don't go to college in our generation, yep. their generation, then you're like a fuck up. Like, that's exactly. Basically, like college was the end all be all in these moments. Exactly. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so they're just like, Dawson says he just, he's feeling lost because Jack and Jen got in everywhere again. We don't know what, how, why. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, it really is ridiculous. How, is. how, and how, how did they, they get, get their... into NYU and Dawson didn't, and Dawson well, feels okay, like. Okay, hold on. I want, I just want to, okay. So he says he got into NYU, New York University, right? But Jack and Jen said they got into the University of New York. Is that the same school? 
Is it supposed to be? The oh, same also, um, I think um, Dawson didn't get into their film school, which I assume has different requirements. Yeah, but, but I is, think is that the University of New York the same thing as the NYU? I believe so because there's the City University of New York, but I think that's different than. I think the University of New York is not a real school. They probably just did it to get around not being able to do. But then Dawson calls it NYU. Okay, we're all just confused then. I don't know. It's very confusing the way they do this. Like some of the schools, like we said, like Harvard is there. But then they didn't mention Harvard in the tour episode of Harvard. But they have to do Worthington. I don't know why. Like they're just like. they're actually all going to go to Worthington. Oh, but they all didn't apply to Worthington, did they? I don't know. And Worthington is supposed to be like such a great school. I've never heard of it, Joey. I've never heard of it. Uh, so anyway, so they're all talking about that. Jen is back in therapy um, and she seems to be like having one of those therapy sessions. Again, if you've been in therapy, you've probably had one of these sessions where you're like, although this is a bit different, where you just like don't know where to start. You don't know what to talk about. Right. And Jen yeah. is having one of those sessions where she's just sitting here. And so she brings up like, well, Jack and I want to go to the same school because we want to be in this or at least be in the same city to help each other through freshman year, which like, I got to say, usually this is not what you do, right? Like, I've never yeah. – it, it's unusual for two friends to be like, we're going to go to the same school. But considering all that Jack and Jen have been through separately and together, it makes a ton of sense. It makes a lot of sense for them to stick to each other, especially, like, they're they're saying, like, we don't even need to go to the same school as long as we're in the same city. I feel like that's actually pretty reasonable. I do. I think so, too. They need each other. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and so, yeah. And so she's just like, well, he wants to go to New York city. Um, but, and Tom is just like, oh, great. It's going to bring us to our, your favorite topic. And she's just like my parents. And he's just like, why do you think they keep finding their way into this room? And she's just like, this is one of those questions that you ask that, you know, the answer to. And he says, you do too. Um, and I do, I, again, I don't think he's a good therapist at all, but I do love when she's just like, you're pushy today. And he's like, it's Wednesday. I'm kind of pushy on Wednesdays. Friday, I'm not so pushy. <laughs> the only thing that I dislike about Dr. Frost is like the creepy vibes that I get from him because I actually don't think that he is as terrible of a therapist as I once thought. However, he does do the thing that that therapists love to do where they always like to bring it back to the parents. And sometimes, sometimes other stuff bothers you besides like, you know, narrowing it back towards the parents. I mean, I do think in this situation, though, it's, that there it's there's a lot of bearing on that. You're right. You know, it so is. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, but she doesn't want to, I think that she's able to talk about her mom, but it seems like she's unable to really communicate about her dad. Is right. That... And we've met her mom, but we haven't met her dad. And right. And she's a little foggy about the details about the last few days of her at home and how it, she actually got to Cape side. Yeah, this is super interesting in that, like, she's like, what What does this mean? Like, why am I supposed to be remembering the last, like, conversation that I had with him? And I don't know. I thought this was kind of strange. You tell me. Like, did you think this was a weird therapy moment of being, like, think about the last conversation you had with them? I don't know that that's more important than, like, your overall relationship with them. 
I think that Dr. Frost is coming to realize that she literally has memory blockers um, from trauma about that period of her life. And I think that for like talking about the conversations could help her try to remember what was going on. Um, yeah. So I think that it's necessary. I think that's, you know, this was only two years ago. I think it's very concerning that Jen doesn't remember how her last conversation and her last night with her family, with her dad before she got to Cape side. Yeah. Um, it seems like there was some heavy trauma going on. Uh, yeah. Some really bad stuff happening. Yeah, exactly. And so um, she's just like, I want to leave. And he's just like, no, you just want to leave. Cause this is like really actually really hard for you to talk about. So we'll come back to that later. Meanwhile, Joey and Pacey are um, unloading a truck and they're just talking about like this big barbecue. Um, And so Joey's just like, listen, like, I know we haven't talked about this. I'm just trying to process like me getting into this big college, but it's really weird to get your dream. And Pacey, again, being like schmoopy, is just like, oh, I know. I see that every time I look at you. And again, he Joey recognizes it and calls it out like he's changing the subject. He doesn't Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to talk about what that means for them and their relationship. And Pacey, I understand why, though. Pacey's just like, listen, that's a conversation for another day. Today we're celebrating. We'll figure out what this means for us a different time. Like, we don't need to do that right now. I think that it's good to try to make it just about Joey. Today is supposed to be her day of celebration. Let's not kind of bring it down with negative things. Let's focus on her accomplishments today. And I think that's really fair. Yeah. I'm with you as well. I think it makes I think it makes a lot of sense to like because I think it's only going to bring down the mood. You know, like this is a very serious conversation they need to have, but it doesn't need to happen right this second. You can take a moment and celebrate this win. I can understand like as a teenager why it's like top of mind though. Like you're not able to enjoy the moment. Enjoying the moment's really hard. So they are just really both kind of thinking about everything but the fact that today she got accepted into or the day before into this great university. Um, Then something happens, which is why uh, I hate mail. So, I mean, we were, you know, giving props to SPS before, but I actually do hate mail because she opened, she got her mail and she sees a leather, a leather, a letter from the bursar office of Worthington. Jess, did you remember what this was? Um, no, like it makes sense. Um, but no, I mean, you mean, did I remember this happening in the episode? You don't want a letter from the bursar's office. I did remember, or at least I had a strong inclination that the, that Dawson, the money Dawson got was somehow going to affect Joey. Like I did kind of vaguely remember something like that, or at least maybe it was just so predictable that like it stuck in my brain. Um, but yeah, she gets this mail and this again, very relatable even today, which is again, very sad um, that this is still happening. But basically what ends up happening is her financial aid package, like I want to say there is a very different thing between scholarships and financial aid. They're two very different things. One is money that is a scholarship and you do not have to pay back. It could be a grant. It could be a scholarship. Financial aid usually is a loan that you end up having to pay back. So I don't know if they're like mixing up the verbiage here because 
Joey is just like, oh, the financial aid package. And Bessie asks, is it a full ride? And I'm like, well, that would be a scholarship. Full ride is a term used for scholarships. So maybe I was just confused because their wording is confusing. But the what they say is that like the inn made too much money in the past year that they she doesn't qualify for financial aid. And so she's they're going to have to fork over 15K for her to go there. Um, A year. Right? Is that what she's saying? She she's said... Uh, eventually it'll be 60K. I think... Well, I suppose I got confused as well because the way it seemed was like, okay, this is her tuition cost. So probably it would be 15K either a year or a semester. Um, because... I mean, it's hard to know because it's so much more nowadays with like inflation changes the price yeah. so much. But... Um, yeah, it seemed like because she didn't want to have to start her life in debt, which, Joey, I have news for you. Anybody who went to college uh, probably is starting their life after college in debt because of college student or student yeah, loans. Yeah, I mean, totally. But so, OK, let's try to like figure that. I think that I I thought that it was 15K a year, which and would like, add up to 60K, like you said. 60K. So that's probably right. Let's yeah. say, I don't know, a year at Worthington is like $30,000. Right. Is that reasonable? Because yeah. like in that day and age, that, in that day, like, sure. It's supposed to be like a good school. Yeah. So she got like 50 percent. She was expecting a full ride. Um, oh, no, I thought that she didn't get any money, but maybe she got. No, half. she did. She said it wasn't enough. She, OK, so then she did. Sorry. It's I very confusing the way yeah. they talk about all of this. Yeah. I think what happened if I had to like, you know, really like uh, dissect this is that and I do it speaking to like the financial aid package. I really do think it comes in in an envelope like this or now it's like through an email. It's usually like a separate thing and it is usually called like a, a financial aid type yeah. of thing because it's like you're getting aid financially to go to college. So, yeah. Uh, and it's different from a scholarship. Well, I guess it's not different from a scholarship. Whatever. It doesn't matter. We're so far away from college. Like, we haven't been in a billion years. But yeah. Um, nonetheless, I think what happened was that she, I don't know if she got 50%. I don't know if that's the number. But she was expecting to get a full ride. She did not get a full ride. She got some assistance. And she did not um, apply for more scholarships. Like, through essay or through whatever right because she assumed that she was going to get a full ride which is really fucking dumb but whatever joey i'm not gonna put blame on her it's okay um the, the confusing thing is is like okay so typically what your sibling makes does not have any bearing on you but because bessie is it's her guardian it's her guardian it somehow still affects her I feel like anybody would be like, yo, like my money is not her money. I'm like living under her roof, but it, it shouldn't have any bearing on me. I don't um, know. It was annoying. It was annoying, but like this is totally realistic that this happens because it's this isn't even like, okay, let me figure out how to say this. This isn't even the most ridiculous scenario I've heard about because yeah. Bessie is her, because Bessie is her legal guardian that is why the money comes into play. I've heard situations where, like, um, you have no ties to your family. The, the thing, the problem is, is that the college assumes your family is helping you financially with college. Sometimes that's ridiculous. the case. And sometimes that isn't the case. Yeah. And so you have people whose parents make a bunch of money 
but they're never going to help you through college. And so there you get denied financial aid as a result because they assume your parents will be helping you pay. And that is how they figure out whether or not you qualify. Yeah. Don't even get me started on the fact that like colleges shouldn't be charging this much money to get an education to begin with. Like it should be affordable for every person to go to college if that is mm-hmm. something they want to do. It's fucking outrageous the cost of college and the fact that people start their lives so much in debt a lot of us still in student debt to this day both of us in our 30s a lot of people in their 30s still have college debt as a result of all this fucking bullshit yeah my so like uh, yeah absolutely and i think it's like people in like the joy position that just meet this like invisible line of wealth right like yeah because the people that are somehow in a worse situation than joey which you know, I it, we all know that Joey is not of money, but yeah. they get aid. The people that are super, super rich either get like breaks from their connections or their parents help. But then it's people in the middle that get screwed because yeah. they make too much money, but not enough money. It's the same thing with health care. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, like, the, it's the same fucking thing of like. Every system, I mean, we could go on forever about this, but every system being against people that don't have money, every system well, is hard on the poor and the needy and the people who I didn't think it's middle class. I think that like I do. I do agree like with the people that are poor, but they'd still get aid like Medicare or the things. It's the people that are lower middle class i also think because they make too much but they don't have enough yeah i think for the college thing specifically i think for like healthcare, it's a whole other situation because it's like also the quality of the aid they get as well that's like shitty but yeah overall it's it's not a good situation for joey um and so she goes to see this the bursar's office about all of this and Joey's like, so we're getting penalized because the inn made money. We still have so much debt because it took a lot of money to, like, get the B&B up and running. And so the secretary's like, listen, get out student loans, you know, and to be able to afford it. And Joey's just like, I don't want to be over 60K in debt, which is nothing nowadays. That is like that is like uh, for a, for a private school, like a, especially like an Ivy League, which this seems like what they're kind of insinuating Worthington is. That's nothing compared to like what it costs now. Um, and Bessie's upset because she's like, this is your whole dream. Um, and uh, so they get home and Bessie's like, oh, my gosh, the barbecue. Like we should cancel. And Joey's like, no, 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 no. Joey is way too proud to cancel yeah. this barbecue. She's like, yeah. I'm going to put on a face. I'm going to put on a brave face. We're going to get through it. It's yeah. fine. I just think it's so funny that she's like, oh, my gosh, I can't cancel the barbecue. There are so many people here expecting me to, like, celebrate me. And then we go outside the table. And it's the same fucking Motley Creek Creeps that it's always there. <laughs> it's the always worst the same party group. ever. And then, like, the Hail Mary is, like, Mitch and Gil come later. Like, this is the shittiest party. This is so rude of Mitch and Gail to come to Joey's party. To give an envelope to Dawson. I feel like you oh, can wait till he gets home. Oh, is that what it was home. specifically? I thought they were invited to the party too. And they oh, just no, they to just bring the stopped. Envelope. No, no, they stopped in. This is the shittiest barbecue in the galaxy. We couldn't get more than five people to come to the barbecue. It is. It is. You can't scrounge up, I don't know, the local like butcher. 
Like no. they can't get one extra person to come to this barbecue. Yeah, except this for is the creep creeps. This is we, trash. Yeah, they have barely anybody here. We don't even have Yui at this barbecue. Why would you want Yui at the barbecue? Because it's uh, this is the worst barbecue ever. Like, can you imagine, oh like, I'm going to throw a big barbecue bash and it's going to be the same four people that you hang out with every other day? Yeah, the way she says it. Also, like, I'm pretty sure when her and Bodhi were, like, putting together, um, like, the food, like, the the grocery list for this party, yeah. they're like, oh, 20 chicken breasts. I'm like, who the fuck is eating all of that? You have, like, five people here. I thought here. this was going to be a big bash. I thought that we were getting, like, everybody nope. in Capeside to come. Like, no, there's, like, five people at this stupid party. Did people yeah. get invited and not show up is that what happened i i just i don't know i just would you go to joey's acceptance party? sad party um <laughs> maybe i guess so if i was her friend and i got invited i mean well, what happens if you're like kind of her friend then no i'm not going I'm well going that's to what happened that now, I like. now that she's the only five people oh my god you know um so like, yeah so then there's like so right so dawson gets the thing from usc the only reason his parents came to this thing is to hand over this and uh so he gets he gets into usc he's super excited um and joey immediately immediately she's so dramatic like gets up from the table and storms leaves. off yeah in a and, in a <laughs> in a tizzy like you're so subtle joey um and so of course dawson follows her because he has to in his rider he has yeah, the, to follow her inside this bitch is like crying on the ground yeah she's just like oh man um he's like you have no reason not to be happy right now what happened like pc said there was a mix-up at the bursar's office and so she so she leaves um and uh oh and we forgot we forgot to say that Joey already told Pacey that like yeah thank goodness though because I thought that she was gonna once again pull her typical Joey thing and like keep secrets from her actual boyfriend yeah. I feel like she forgets about Pacey <laughs> she does forget time. about him half the time um he's, he's yeah. so uninvolved like I felt like so like Pacey was trying so hard to be supportive of this episode and like you can see in his face there's like he wants to do anything in the world to help Joey. Like, he would do anything, but he doesn't have the means to do it. And then Dawson sweeps in, and he's having this conversation with Joey. And, like, the thing that he says is, like, it's just money. Okay, Dawson, from somebody who's uber-privileged as you, it's yep. just money. So then he's like, I yeah, like I don't want money, something like money to stop you from going to the place of your dreams. And then he's like, I want to give mm, the money that Brooks gave me to you so that you can right. go to Worthington. And once again, I was like a little confused because I was like, OK, is this is he giving her 60K or 15K? I think he's giving her the full amount because you think we, so. Yes, because because we or maybe I think I think here's the thing. I think he's offering the full amount. I think if she's unwilling to take the full amount, he's like, fine, let me just give you the 15K to get started. But we we surmised we guessed that they that he had 100K 
from Brooks. Like that was the amount we had guessed. We guessed. And so that's and we what, that's know like that Mitch and Gale have the means to put Dawson through exactly. college. Although if I'm Mitch and Gale, I'm like, bitch, you have the means to pay for your own college. Like we have a new baby no, to raise. Not not <laughs> Preshy Dawson. Not he, Precious Dawson. He yeah, no, no, doesn't no. get the Dawson money. does not pay for college. Yeah. Um, you know, like they had like savings bonds. They've been like saving up for Dawson College since he was like a baby. Yeah. Um, and so meanwhile, we have Jack and Jen arguing because like Jen refuses to tell Jack why she doesn't want to go to New York. So they're having a whole tiff. And Gretchen knows something is up with Pacey because he's grilling by himself. So she's just like, hey, <laughs> like, what's the tea? What's going on? How did Pacey get the shitty grilling job? He always, he he gets stuck with like the shittiest positions in this whole season. And so he's just like, oh, I don't have a future. We don't need to talk about it. And Gretchen's just like, listen, like, you do have a future. If you, It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, what do you want for your future? Um, and he, so he does admit to her that, like, he does say, oh, they denied her financial aid. And Joey's too proud to tell anybody. And he says, it gets worse. I think I'm happy about it. Mm. So breaking this down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we said we think Worthington is in Boston, so I don't really understand the big deal of like why he's happy because he was planning on following her anywhere. But like, why does he think it's a good I good thing if she stays in the creek? You know, like, is it just because it's easier for their relationship? It's, yeah, it's easier. Nothing is going to change. They're going to be able to continue doing what they're doing. Maybe he will bring her on another. Oh, wait, no. Rest in peace, true love. Um, <laughs> maybe they'll get another boat and like have another boat trip. Like it's it's with her going to any college, she meets new people, she has more experiences. Like their relationship is going to change no matter yeah. what. If she stays in the creek, then nothing changes, and they can just go on as yeah. they are now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess that's true. So, but like, I don't really blame Pacey. I feel like Pacey feels such guilt for his feelings, but his feelings are completely valid, right? Like, yeah, of course he wants the best for her, but like selfishly, he wants to be with her. So I don't think this is like that bad of a thing that that's how he's feeling. As long as he doesn't say it to her face. Well, I mean, he could share how he's feeling to her, but it's the it's more so the issue with the issue would be like expecting that she changes her plans based on how he's feeling. He can feel whatever he wants to feel. It's just that and he can share whatever he wants to share. But if he expects her to be like, OK, now I won't go to Worthington because you're sad. That's the issue. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so Jack approaches Jen, who's on like, everyone has to cry at the end of the dock. And so that's where she is crying at the end of the dock. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, can you like, we know this isn't about me being like insensitive. What is this really about? And Jen admits like, she's afraid to go back to New York. And I love that they're so close. He's like, oh, I thought you were going to talk to your therapist about this. And I'm just like, I love this. I love this, that they're like very open. They have the best communication of all the the couples. Honestly, I really do love them. And I love that they... They have the best friendship and they're so supportive of one another. And um, they're also funny because they're like fighting, but like play fighting. And she's like, you're not being supportive. Like you're yes. being sensitive. 
Uh, and I, yes. I kind of like how they're playing with each other in these moments. Yeah. And he says, listen, if you don't want to go to New York, like we don't have to go. He says, it's more important we go to school together. Whatever this wound is of yours, don't let it stop us for go- from going. You've come too far. Uh, be a good little psychologically damaged child. Go back to therapy and work this out, <laughs> which I really loved. And he was like kidding. But again, I think this like just goes to show that like, they know each other very well. He could tell something is more is going on with yeah. her. And he's like, listen, I'll do what you want to do, but don't let your past stop you from going to New York, which I love. Like, yeah. he's leaving it open to her, but still being like, I'm going to put my two cents in at the same time and doing it in a really Jack and Jen way. I just I just love it. They're the best relationship on the show. They, they love are. each other unconditionally i would say that this is unconditional love yes um and so yeah so back to dawson and and joey were like he's offering her all this money um and he she says like the financial aid was just as important as me getting accepted and so now i just i can't go and he's like you have to take this money um and she's just like what he gave you that money for a reason and he's just like yeah i knew i know you're gonna say no but you just have to think about it. Just think about it. This is your entire future. Take a day. Think about it. And just consider it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was so interesting that, like, we immediately jump to Dawson's bedroom. Like, it's like no time has passed, even though I assume, like, a day has passed. Or maybe this is the same day. But it just feels like, wow, it really didn't take her very long to think about that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, she was, like, thinking about it for, like, a half an hour. And then after her party, like, she went to his house and, like, beat him there. Yeah, yeah. This is just very funny. It just felt like she snuck away and, and snuck off to his house, left left her own party well, to sneak I, into his she's, house. Once again, she's too proud to accept the money. I mean, what do you think about this? Like, do you feel like Dawson was just trying to be a savior like normal? Like, is he doing this? No. Or... I believe Dawson. Interior reasoning. Okay. No, I believe. Well, because I think it makes a lot of sense where he says, um, he says, I've seen all the pain that you've gone through and I've never been able to fix any of it. Right. Think about that. Joey's always grown up poor. Uh, Joey's had a lot of shitty things happen to her. Her mom dies. Her dad's a drug dealer, cheats on her mom, goes off to jail twice, like comes back, ruins her life again. Like she's gone through a lot of fucking shit. She's put up with a lot of stuff. And so he finally is able to give her something to actually help. Even though he's been there emotionally this whole time, he feels like I can make change. I can do good. I can actually do something meaningful with this money. Whereas I also think, and maybe tell me if I'm wrong here, it can be viewed as kind of like a cop-out because if he gives all this money to Joey, he doesn't have it sitting there oh. reminding him, I should make a movie with this. That's, it's kind that's of a, true. It's a way of getting that off of his plate of like, oh, if I give away the money, I don't have to worry about making a stellar movie and having all this pressure on me from, a, a, you know, a, a ghost Mr. Brooks whispering in my ear, make a great film, Dawson. I mean, that's an excellent point. Yeah, like, it's definitely a reminder that he needs to uh, become a great filmmaker and, you know, he has expectations put on him. I do think that it is, like, a genuine thing. I think it's really kind. Um, I understand Joey's hesitation for all of it. She, I think that 
any of us would struggle with accepting this sort of money, especially a lot of money, especially if it's the full 60 K and I, I I don't know. Like I, I have issues taking a hundred bucks from people, but also I think that once again, it's like Dawson has the means to do it. I think this is really sweet of him. Um, they've been friends for a very long time. I think that it's really kind of Dawson and I, I don't know exactly like what he's expecting in return. I would hope that he's not expecting anything in return. Um, and I, I, I understand why Joey is struggling to take the money and then ultimately decides to take the money. Like you have to accept help from the people that are close to you. If they're able to do so. Right. And I think it's always been Joey has always been that bitch who's like, oh, I can do everything on my own. Yeah. Like it's always been that way. And I think on top of that. Right. So she declines the money in this scene. And a lot of it is also because of guilt because she's like, shit, I lied to him. Mm -hmm. Now what am I going to do? I'm supposed to just take his money. You know, like I think she's in a kind of a shit position where she's just like, I don't know what to do because I lied to him. And I can't now take this money from him on top of that. Um, so she's she's really in a rough spot here. She says no to the money. Um, obviously, by the end of this episode, things have changed. But she says she says no for now. Um, let's stop down and go to a quick ad break before we see Jen in uh, back in therapy talking about her parents some more. We will be right back. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All right. Uh, back in therapy with Jen. Uh, apparently, I don't know if this is true, but her therapist says most therapy was designed to include a minimum of four sessions a week. It seems like a lot. That's a lot. I don't think that. I feel like unless true. you're going through something really No, I think that difficult. he was being sarcastic. Oh. I think that he was being sarcastic. Maybe. Like, because she keeps showing up at his place. And he's okay. like, he's like, yeah, like this is normal. Like most people are like, or show up four times a week. <laughs> I think that he was being sarcastic. Okay. Um, and but you so, don't understand him, and you don't like him, so you don't understand his jokes. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's very funny. <laughs> um, so Jen says, I can't remember the last conversation that I had with him, and I'm not sure why, but I feel like I'm gonna cry. Um, highly relatable. <laughs> Like, not the not remembering. Well, yeah. that too, because I have a shitty memory. But, like, just feeling like you're going to cry and not knowing why. I think uh, we are very uh, dissimilar in the ways that we handle our emotions, Sarah. Like, this is a very yeah. common. Like, we talked about this a lot on the podcast in that yeah. um, 90%, anytime I'm crying, uh, 90% of the time, it is not out of sadness. It is out of frustration or anger uh, mm -hmm. is when my tears come up, which for me is terrible because I feel like that usually uh, because it's like 
I'm angry. I don't want to be crying. Like I'm, and, yeah. and then I'm angry that I'm crying. And so right. it's like, it's a very bad cycle. And I relate to Jen in this moment where you're like, I don't know why I'm going to cry, but I'm going to cry. And I hate, I hate this. I don't want to cry. Like yeah. I, I feel very similar to Jen in this situation with crying. I love crying. I cry all the I time. You do. You do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I live, cried in the last 24 hours. We're always crying here. <laughs> if, if there's a day of the week that ends with the word day then i'm probably crying oh my gosh I, do you have to get waterproof mascara you must have to oh no now you don't wear mascara because you got well the, okay so like ironically so like i got like a lash tint and a lash lift yeah and i think that my tint didn't last as long as <gasps> it could have because you cry all the time I, because in especially in June, I had a rough June, and I think that it didn't last as long. So, like, I'm getting it again in August, and I'm really going to try to not cry as much. Oh, So that my, God. my lash tint can last longer. That's hilarious. Yeah, but she said the other day that she can still see the tint. She says that she didn't think that it was totally because I was crying. She said that she thinks that my lashes grow really fast. Maybe she was just trying to be nice to me. I'm yeah. not sure. She's like, it's not because you're crying. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, so she says, I don't remember. How am I supposed to talk about this if I don't remember? Uh, and so Tom's like, well, do you know someone who would remember and he's like, yeah, like your mom or your old boyfriend, someone that could fill in the blanks. And then we, we all know it's going to be Yui. But we take a break here to go to Dawson and Pacey instead. Um, and it's like they all just like we there's so many conversations we don't see in this episode. And so we have like the oh, Dawson goes over to Pacey's and he already knows about Dawson offering money. And he says, I think. 15k so it looks like maybe he was just offering 15 because he said i think 15k is a lot of money to give somebody with no strings attached yeah but then it's like how far is that gonna get joey it's gonna get her one year one year that's not know. enough time then to happen then she has to get student that. loans i mean yeah that's that's this is the way it is this is the way of the world like you know she's gonna have i think the thing is with joey is She's going to have student loans no matter where she goes because yeah. the same thing's going to happen over and over with every college. Uh, but the, no, not necessarily unless she gets a full ride, which is what But that's what I'm for. saying. She might get scholar better scholarships if, if she went to a lesser known school or a lesser less competitive school. Yeah. She might be more like apt to get more likely to get scholarship because right. she is like one of the best students I mean, they could be a lot getting of or people something really want to go to a particular school and then they wind up in another because the the, the financial aid yeah is better yeah but okay so fifteen thousand dollars i think i would be more easily persuaded to take versus sixty thousand oh yeah yeah easily yeah what um about, like a, let's like meet in the middle like dawson definitely has pay your first two years yeah I think mean, that's fine because, like, if if our guesses are correct and he has a hundred, then that's only like a third of yeah, that money, that, and that's plenty of money. And she could always be like, "I'll pay it back in installments yeah. over the years." Dawson, like, you can do a little better than fifteen k. You got I think money. He offered like, the full amount. I think he offered the full amount. You think no. so? Yes, a hundred percent. 
And then because like he really negotiated and was like 15. And then now Pacey's like, that's a lot of money for no strings attached. Yeah. And he says she deserves to go to Worthington. You know that as well as anyone. She deserves more. And Pacey says, what, more than me? And we're like, Pacey, calm the fuck down. Well, Ugh. I think that this is really like I like Pacey would do anything to help. Joey and he wishes that he can make this same grand gesture yeah, as Dawson is doing and he can't and it sucks for him and he always feels like he is um second he always, to Dawson second to Dawson or like he's always comparing himself to Dawson yeah. like he he feels like Joey's always going to compare him to Dawson and so it sucks that the option is, well, you don't go to this school and you stay here with me or you take money from Dawson and go live your dreams. And so it's like Dawson would be yeah. very much tied Dawson to gets Joey's to be future. the savior. That sucks for Pacey. I wonder if part of Pacey was like, let's go. Let's have you go to Worthington and get away from Dawson. He'll be on the other end of the coast probably. and it'll be like a fresh start for us. You know, probably. I'm probably I that probably went through his mind like he just. Yeah is really hopeful for like a fresh start and for them to be together. Um, yeah. But yeah, it sucks. I mean, he, he wishes that he can do this for Dawson. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so Dawson says, uh, it's not what I said. It's not what I meant. She's been fighting for Worthington since we got into high school and she, she actually got in, she beat the odds. I can't sit still and watch her lose all, all of it over something as silly as money. I don't think coming, you can either. Again, coming from somebody that who has of so much privilege. It, yeah. Like, it, you know, like these lines that Dawson says when he's talking about money, like irks me so bad because yeah. he's just like, it's just money. And it's like, yeah, yeah, like somebody who's had money his entire life and has heap tons of money, right? Has at least a hundred thousand dollars as an, 17 year old child yeah like, of course he's like it's stupid it's just money it's like money helps you project forward in paths it opens up doors uh so yeah it like really irks me the way that dawson's talking about money in yeah. this episode yeah uh and he's like do you can you see her being happy anywhere else and pacey says no um and then we go to the marina we have jen uh, I love instead of calling Yui Captain Ahab, Ahab she calls him Captain A-hole. Um, <laughs> love that line. Uh, and so he's just like, Uri, like, I, I need to talk to you. Um, and she says, I got to ask you a question. You have to answer it seriously. What happened the last night we were together in New York? And he's like, oh, you don't remember and so then he makes up this whole thing. He says, uh, your parents were sending you away. So we were at my place where we drank all the liquor in the cabinet. And then we picked up even more stuff like stuff, probably drugs. Uh, yeah. And they went back. We went back to your fancy apartment. Um, you got comfy on the couch, heard keys in the door and hid in your room where you continued to ravage me. It was quite mind blowing, especially the part where your mother walked in and joined us. And so then Jen's just like, oh, you're repulsive. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you lying to me? This is important. And he's just like, oh, the past is the past. Who cares? It's just like, this is so frustrating. Yui sucks always, Sarah. But like, I feel like he could tell that Jen is upset and just needs to know the truth. Yeah, and we find out later on that he's just doing it because his ego was hurt. So he's As just always. a fucking jerk off. Yeah. 
She's just like, why can't you tell me? He's like, oh, I haven't worked through that yet. He's like, yeah, so stupid. Um, and uh, then we're back at the B and B. Uh, and Pacey's just like, listen, I could sell a kidney. <laughs> like, he's trying to make a joke. And I, okay, this is where I used to love that Pacey and Joey like had a situation where. Joey was always seemingly the serious one and Pacey was very lighthearted and was able to able to like make her smile and balance her out. But I feel like the more I see it, the more I get annoyed by it because Pacey is trying to be to lighten the mood. Pacey is saying I could sell a kidney and and he's like trying to make Joey laugh. And all Joey has to say is this isn't a joke, Pacey. It's like fucking Pacey knows that, Joey. He knows that. He's trying to make you feel better. You fucking asshole. Yeah, he's try. He really is trying. But like, I think the issue is that like he's not giving her what she needs in this moment. And that sucks because once again, like he really, he really cares about her. But it 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 doesn't matter like you know she doesn't want somebody to make her feel happy in this moment she doesn't want somebody to make her laugh she doesn't want somebody to make a joke like he is unable and it's not his fault he's just unable to give her what she needs yeah and so she says oh i might stay here that way i can declare myself financially independent for one year and then reapply he's just like no 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 no, you're not staying here because he doesn't basically doesn't want her to become a townie he's just like you can't stay here you're gonna become a townie if you do you don't want that uh dawson doesn't want that what do you what do you actually want don't you want to live in the world is to be a townie townie uh and uh then we have yui visiting jen and she's like uh what are you doing here and so he's just like "Ugh, fine i'll tell you that ralph so the truth is she was super wasted uh she brought him back to her place uh she told him what happened with billy and how they got caught um then you we sat on the couch you waited for me to make a move And you knew that I liked you, but you didn't seem into it at all. We didn't get very far. And then your parents came home. Your dad was furious. You guys were yelling. He called you a slut. You called him a hypocrite. And then he tossed me outside and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't really tell her much information, did it? Like nothing happened. And he doesn't remember why they were fighting, but he says that he knew it really wasn't about him. So right. it was a bigger thing. It seems like this was yeah. like an ongoing argument between Jen and her dad. Yeah. So there's still something, a big mystery of what's going on between Jen and her dad. And he wasn't able to help her. And we still don't know. Like we can make guesses, but we definitely don't know for sure. Yeah. And like, I just love imagining like a drunk privileged Jen in New York City bringing Yui up to her. <laughs> yeah, hey Yui, we're going to go upstairs and we're we're going to go wild. We're going to And Yui go- like really is like attracted to her and like it yeah. seems like Yui was like um uh had a lot less swagger than he does now where he like didn't know how to make a move. I mean, he sucks as it is, but like I don't know. The only good thing about Yui was when he decided to make a Joey and Dawson um yeah that was that was still pretty funny that's still pretty funny but yeah yeah, like all of like this assholeness between him and jen is because she rejected him uh yeah i mean yeah 
she yeah. rejected him because he's Yui and he sucks. And, and she was using nearly him. attractive. Yeah, nearly attractive. Nearly attractive. Not um, quite, not quite attractive, but nearly attractive. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, like he, she was using him to piss off her dad. Yeah. Um, and so Joey visits Dawson in his bedroom again, like the amount of conversations these two have to have. Um, and he's like, oh, Pacey didn't convince you, did he? And Joey's like, I have to tell you, I don't know if I can, uh, don't make this harder. She says, I have to tell you the truth. The night that I ran into you at the movies, I was trying to make sense of things. You asked me that very personal question and you were right. I slept with Pacey on the ski trip. I wanted to tell you the truth, but after all the time we spent together, just walking and talking, it's like things are right between us again, and it's better than I ever thought it could be. So when you ask me that question, um, I don't know. I thought you wouldn't understand. And Dawson says, you never gave me the chance to understand. Mm-hmm. She says, I should have told you the truth. It wasn't fair to let things going on still the same. That th- like, things were the same thing. Uh, and, uh, and she says, I never wanted to hurt you. I guess I should go. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, uh, what do you think of this? I mean, I'm still, I'm honestly, I'm still pro Dawson. I think that he is obviously at this point more upset that she felt like she had to lie and he, she didn't give him the benefit of the doubt that she, he was going to take it well. And he asked her directly and he even said in that conversation, like, I don't want you to expect anything from the promises that we've made previously or felt feel like like obligated to uh, play out any promises that we made each other previously. So I think that he's hurt and I think that he's been doing so much work on himself and he kind of feels like you don't even let me prove to you that I've changed as a person. And that's what yeah. he's annoyed about. He didn't blow up. He didn't say, take, give me back the check. Like you're not like you're yeah. like a scamp or whatever. Like he didn't blow up at her. He was just like, I'm upset that you didn't give me that chance. Like, yeah, and I he think was that, very much the uh, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed kind of. Yeah, situation. but like, but like he didn't say that either. You know what I mean? No, 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 like, no, he he it, definitely yeah. was just like, you should have given me the shot to see how I was really going to react. And yeah. like I said, he didn't take back the money. She's just assuming that he doesn't want to offer the money anymore. It doesn't matter like to him, like he had that feeling anyway it's just once like she should have stayed and been an adult and talked out and finished this conversation yeah she's like oh i should go bye no you should not go like you know you messed up joey you should stay and see how dawson feels and but then that joey has to run because joey's gonna joey run joey always run. be running so yeah i liked dawson in this moment like of course yeah. like i mean what could he have done differently so like it doesn't matter i still want to give you the money but i wish that no i you... think dawson as well within his right to be upset i mean it was an inappropriate question for him to ask but she could have said this is an inappropriate question to ask Instead, she lied to him. And I don't I think he has every right to be annoyed about that. And it was confusing. It was confusing for him in that moment. Because, like, why wouldn't they have? Yeah. So. Um, So meanwhile, Jack is or excuse me, Jen is back in in therapy. um, And she's just like, "Ugh, the the only thing now I know is that the last time I saw him, we had a really big fight, which is super obvious. So I don't even know what we were fighting about. Like, 
I, I was it because I was being sent away? And so the therapist is just like, oh, you're you're just not ready to find out yet. When you're ready, mm-hmm. it'll come to you. Yeah. Like he's doing that whole therapy of like, OK, like the it feels like he's going to go into like some hypnotherapy to maybe have realize it. Who knows what tricks Dr. Frost has yeah. under his sleeve? But I do. Even though I don't like him as a therapist, I do love what happens here where he says, do you think you're here to accumulate reasons to hate your parents? And she says, no. And she's like, so I'm here to stop hating them. Uh, and he's just like, I don't know. And close. She just, he said that's closer. Yeah. And uh, and so he's he finally breaks it down for her. And I loved this because, first of all, we gave the show props when it dealt with Andy's mental health in a very thoughtful way. And then we trashed it when it did a really bad thing. But I want to give them props here because I feel like this is really wonderful seeing Jen in therapy and dealing with some issues she's had for like all four seasons of the show but also this whole um like narrative by Tom and like what her therapist says to her he says you're here to stop hating yourself um when you act out at the age that you did when you have sex in your parents bed at 12 years old when you abuse liquor and drugs because before you're even old enough to drive you're doing it as a cry for love you're doing Mm -hmm. it because something robbed you of your childhood in a way you'll be angry about for a long time the reason you keep acting out and you've stayed on this self-destructive path is not because you blame your father. It's because you blame yourself. That's why you don't want to remember. As long as you don't, you'll keep telling yourself that whatever happened is your fault and you'll keep acting out and you'll keep robbing yourself of life's greatest moments until you prove yourself right. But you're wrong. You're a beautiful, innocent young woman who's meant to shine in this world in ways you can't even begin to fathom. And I'm here to help you see that. But yeah. besides, like, the last sentence, last sentence kind of weirds me out a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, don't call her beautiful. Like, that's a little weird. But. I think it's weird. But I love the sentiment of this, of, like, yeah. like you are blaming yourself for everything that happened. But, like, I mean, Sarah, I feel like we say this a lot. It's like she was 12. Like, you know, um, yeah. for you to even be in the position to be getting access to drugs and alcohol and having sex with random strangers and while you're drunk when you're 12, shit fucked you up far before then. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that this was like a good, a good, like it, it, she really hates herself and that's what she's going to have to work on um, more so than everything else in therapy. And also it's just like she's a product of the situations that she was in. Like she was in super inappropriate situations from a very young age. So um, I am very curious as to what's going to come um from therapy further um i have a little bit of like speculations um but yeah i agree with you i think that they're doing um a realistic uh look at what therapy is the Um, only thing i would say is like we don't know how long jen's been going to therapy for like she's getting some revelations fairly early on in therapy like every therapy journey is very different like i I'm like more focused on my present as opposed mm-hmm. to like my past. This feels very tropey in that it's like very much all stems from your childhood. Right. Oh. Um, but it's true. Yeah. Like for Jen as a character, yeah. it's a hundred percent true. So I don't blame it in that way. You know, um, what are your guesses as to like, will we meet Jen's dad? If we do, when are we going to meet him? Like, what is the, do you think there's something traumatic from her childhood? That's going to come up. Uh, I didn't think of if we were going to meet Jen's dad. Um, 
Or maybe we'll see like a, a memory flashback or something. Mm, like they're not usually big into flashbacks. Really, they don't really do that. But I think we saw I, like a, a Joey and Dawson one once. I think that uh, the situation with uh, Jen's dad is either some sort of uh, physical or sexual abuse, and it's going to make me really sad to see. But that is what I'm speculating. That is the vibes that I'm picking up, um, and I'm interested to see how. Dawson's Creek can handle some sort of uh, gravity of that sort of situation. Hopefully they'll do a good job. Yeah, I I hope so, too. I mean, I think like it's kind of hit or miss. Sometimes I feel like we love the way they handle things. And sometimes we're like, OK, that was blunt. You know, that was not handled delicately. Yeah. yeah. So I that's kind of the vibes that I'm picking up, which also makes me feel extremely uncomfortable that you know, this Dr. Frost is an older gentleman that is yeah. like giving me skeevy vibes. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm interested in seeing what comes of the next few episodes. I really like Jen in therapy. I do think that they're doing a good job. I've been in, it's really the type of therapy. I've been in therapy where it's been very heavily childhood focused and I've been in therapy where it's very, uh in the now and like action oriented so i don't think it's completely tropey i think it's more it's tropey in the sense of like we see that type of therapy in media more so than other types of therapy so in that case it's tropey but it's extremely realistic and i've experienced it so yeah um so we're back with pc and joey who uh, Pacey's like, so are you going to Worthington? And she's just like, no. He's like, but didn't you talk to Dawson? She's like, yeah, I told him something I should have told him a long time ago. He's like, something about us, something about us and sex. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, I don't know why I lied, but I did. And Pacey, so forgiving, is yeah. just like, it's okay. You told him the truth now. That's what's important. He is such, like, he's, I mean, honestly, the word that comes to mind is pussy whipped. Like, he... Like, she can do absolutely anything to Pacey, and Pacey would be like, you're my goddess. I love you forever. Like, there is nothing that yeah. she can do. I can't. It's, even if she cheated on him, he'd be like, it was my fault. Like, you're a goddess. Well, I, think I the love reason, you. The reason he's like this, right, at least in this scene, is because he feels guilty that he was happy that she was going to be staying. And so I feel like he thinks they're equal, Doesn't but that's equal. not at all it's equal. It's not equal. It's not equal. <laughs> no, because his feelings are valid. She lied, yeah. you know? Yeah. He's yeah. just like, I was happy you weren't going to go. Uh, it's not because I don't want you to go off and realize your dreams. I really do. But I just felt like it wasn't me holding you back. And she says, you've never held me back. And he's just like, uh, you know, I, if you have to promise. So he makes her promise. If someday ever comes, it may come sooner than either of us wants. But it may come where I, you feel like I am holding you back. You have to cut me loose, okay? He's- Do you think that there's any truth to Pacey holding Joey back in life or anywhere? Um, I know. I think it's only true in the way that her being with anybody could hold someone back. Like, and I don't mean, okay relationships have benefits and have faults and I think like with her being in a relationship in this time in her life where she's applying to colleges and looking to move and and all of that and like really needing to focus on her studies any person she's with is going to be a distraction from that goal in one way in another way they're going to 
as much as Pacey takes away, like distracts her from her studies, he bolsters her up emotionally when she needs it. So no, Correct. I don't think yeah. Pacey himself is taking away anything from Joey um, yeah. in that regard. But it's so Pacey to feel like he's the burden, right? Of like, course. He's the burden. Like I'm holding you back. I am the reason why you won't fulfill your dreams. It's yeah. like, once again, I mean, like if you want to talk about therapy, like it is his childhood that yeah. makes him think about himself in this way. Yeah, 100%. And I think this is why we loved the Pandy relationship so much is because he found value in helping Andy and being there for Andy. And it felt way more equal and balanced than Jossie does. Jossie feels very unbalanced in that, like, Pacey always feels lesser than. Always. Yeah. He never yeah. feels like he's good enough for Joey. And, like, I think probably in the minds of a lot of viewers – that Joey is the one who is the worst communicator in this relationship. She's the one who's still like not hung up on Dawson, but like there's something there, there, you know, Pacey's Absolutely. always feeling inadequate around uh, with, with Dawson around. And so uh, whether that part of that is Pacey's own fault in his insecurities, but part of it feels very true um, given what we've seen. So yeah. um, I just think that there was way more balance in the Pandy relationship than there is in the Jossie relationship. And it sucks because we don't have Pandy anymore. We have Jossie. And so this is what we're they want us to root for. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and then we have like this like I mean, if you really want to throw a wrench into things, we have this like Dawson Joey situation where she agrees to take the money. Yeah. So she goes um, he goes to her house. And she's just like, oh, I'm surprised you're here. And Dawson says, you underestimate me. I think we underestimate each other. Uh, he says, what well, you felt the other night at the movie theater, that something was finally right between us. I felt it too. And nothing's going to change that. Not going to school on different coasts, not meeting people who are who we are meant to love forever. Nothing. And he hands her a check. He says, I don't know how I feel about you sleeping with Pacey. I don't know how I'll feel tomorrow or next week or next year. But I'm certain giving you this money is the right thing to do. I'm certain about us and what we mean to each other. And I think you are, too. Uh, and so they they hug. And I'm just like, this is really good of Dawson. This is really, like, mm -hmm. big of him Did at his age to get over this. at all? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't cry at the scene. I think it's really kind of Dawson. And I think, like, gosh, he's this is the best version of Dawson we've seen. Where yeah. he's not petty, right? See, one season ago, he would have been so fucking petty about the whole thing. And I think he is, like, uh, rising above in this situation in a way he hasn't done. He is. I really like this. Like, I thought that it was really, like, sweet of Dawson. I think that, and I really do, like, oh, I, okay. If he goes back at any point in time in this series and says I gave you the money for college yeah. and blah 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 then fuck you Dawson like fuck you Dawson. I will never forgive him but if he gives his money without any expectations and is doing it because he truly wants the best for Joey then I applaud him and I root for him wholeheartedly yeah. but the second he turns it around I will rip him to shreds. I will give the biggest rant ever. And then a part of me kind of is like, okay, Dawson, like, please do it. Please do it. Well, because you're I, here for the drama. So I that makes here sense. For drama. I am yeah. here for the drama. But as a person, I'm like, please, please just like do this out of the kindness of your heart. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so right now, oh, and we forgot to like Jen and Jack have a little moment where they're staring at fish trying to do like hypnosis so oh, she can yeah. recall why she's mad at her father. And she does say he uh, she says, Jack, do you want to go in, to school in New York? And he says, yeah. So it seems like currently as it currently stands, Dawson on his way to USC in California, Joey on her way to Worthington in Boston, Jack and Jen on their way to New York. Pacey question mark potentially following Joey to Worthington at least that was his original plan this is where we currently have the creek creeps yeah no you way are guessing happening. no way so we are on episode 17 there are 23 episodes this season and I assume by the end of the season we'll know where they're going unless they bring up unless they switch things around like episode one of the of the next season correct yeah what is your current your, your current assumption you had thought okay everyone's going to Worthen, Worthington mm, okay I think realistically everyone's going to school in Boston okay so not going to Worthington but specifically going to a school in Boston or yeah. a couple different schools in Boston yeah yeah okay yeah. I think interesting makes okay makes the most sense because we need to like we're not going to be jumping around coast to coast um I think that it it is a little too tropey for everybody to wind up in the same college, but I think it works if everybody is in the same city. Got it. Okay. Um. So that ends our episode there. Uh, do you want to know what next week's episode's title is? Yes, I do. Eastern Standard Time. No, I can't. I, I can't even freaking guess. I have no clue. Yeah, it's a time. It's a time zone. Woo! Exciting time zones. We're in Eastern Standard Time. We are. That we are. Um, that was our episode. Uh, would you like to hear a voicemail from Temi? Yes, please. The uh, Mutual Admiration Club. Thank so you. So I hope you have room in your uh, detective babysitter's club for Dawson. He's quite a detective in this episode. I really like Joey's disdain when Dawson walks into the B&B and... She just dismissed him right away with that look. I mean, why does she put up with these guys? Instead of having it be PJ or DJ, how about just J? Because she needs to find a guy who is worthy of her. Uh, and then, you'll see you later, not this season, but Jen will say, may Worthington be worthy of her. But where was Jen in this episode? She was... Later has arrived, ladies. What a payoff and callback to such a small moment in this episode. Um, <laughs> you're rightfully thinking, what a nerd. Do you know Screech Powers or something? Je m'en fiche. C'est vraiment cool. Means I don't care. It's very cool. So I started watching this episode and... The beginning has Joey's revulsion to her school lunch, and I just started laughing. I was like, that's so funny. And I didn't watch it. I, I'll handle the minutiae. I know uh, you've already handled the great stuff of the whole episode, so I guess you can make some references to uh, Alexander being out in the cold since they were outside in this episode. <laughs> um, keep him away from the cold. Bundle them, up, bundle them up, and uh, it's the minutia after all. The Cape Sides uh, High School's mascot is the Minuteman, so it makes sense. Oh, Thanks. Yeah. Bye. Um, is Baby Alexander out in the cold? We did not see him. 
No, well, that's the scary thing is that we saw Bodie and Bessie, but no, Alexander. no baby Alexander. <laughs> oh, no. What does that mean? So Temmie thinks that Joey just needs to be on her own. I do agree with that, but I also think it's because she needs to work on herself because she's a really crummy girlfriend and communicator. Oh, I'm right there with you. I think that, like, Joey is, like, a lot of of us when we're teenagers of you jumping from relationship to relationship without the proper time to figure out yourself yeah and to be honest I feel like college is the time to do that like college is the time to live it up to to experiment to like figure out who you are like we are approaching uh that time period for Joey so I do agree um I think Joey needs some time I don't think because Pacey is crappy I think she needs some time to figure out her own self and gosh darn it figure out how to communicate with anybody she's in a goddamn relationship yeah yeah I do think like I would love to see Joey single um I think that she actually needs it like I think that she I think that she needs to just have time alone to just learn about herself um i think that we would be a lot happier with joey if that was the case um and but honestly i kind of feel the same way about pacey and i kind of feel the same way well no all of the characters uh i'm still like really high on gretchen well we haven't seen i do think that gretchen was like super kind and and supportive to dawson and i like I think you're right. Like, they have better communication than Jossie does, for sure. And I think the reason is, like, a little bit, like, meta. The reason is the show wants us to, like, like the show needs Joey and Pacey to have turmoil constantly. And they need to tease the potential of Joey and Dawson still. And, like, they're fine with allowing Dretchen to be, like, boring and run of the mill you know what I mean and like an actual healthy relationship (laughs) yeah yeah so what's gonna break up Dretchen is it going to be the distance is it going to be Joey only time will tell yeah only time will tell we only have a few more episodes of the season we have like six episodes left I can't believe guacamole I know we're like what is it steaming ahead that's not it Full force ahead. Full steam ahead. Full steam. We both got there. As we did. We worked. Look at that. See, great communication. Great communication. Great communication. <laughs> Good for us. We're such a better couple than Justin. I get. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, oh my god. Have we? Duo. We've never come up with like our own like ship name. Is it oh. Jera or is it Cess? I don't. Oh, Cess sounds like they're both so bad. They both are terrible. This, this Jera is why is... we haven't done it. <laughs> this is why Jera's better than Cess because Cess sounds like a Jera. cesspool. No one wants that. Jara. 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 Okay. So <laughs> Jara have been super busy recently. What we've been up to is uh, we put out some bonus content recently. We covered the Mighty Ducks and we covered Harriet the Spy. Yes. Check that out. Um Later on this week, we are releasing My Cousin Vinny with uh, Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz. How much fun did we have? 
I too much to count. I'm literally days a week later. I don't know. Still thinking about um, the Mona baby Lisa. Dia and that baby Dia. Never get the anytime I see a deer, that baby deer with its little deer lips every time. Little, little deer lips going in the ice cold water. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you so want yeah, to hear some terrible downstate New York impressions and yeah. us chat, honestly, just genuinely, you could, I think you can tell in that podcast that we genuinely loved that movie. We so did. So, like, go, go listen to that podcast. We when it's out. did. So, check that out when it's out. It's going to be out uh, the Wednesday after this film, uh, episode is released. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and we, if you didn't listen to the Mighty Ducks podcast and you want to hear us try to discuss sports, go listen to that mm, podcast. Because yeah. we do sports trivia at the end. So oh, yeah. Yeah. It's always big, a fun time. Big, big, uh, big sports trivia. Big sports uh, heads. Weekly, <laughs> weekly Dawson's Creek and. Boy News World coverage. Uh, find us at Jet 90s Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Sarah Ferguson. I am at the Jess Sterling. Uh, my goodness, you could always find me on Community Building. Recently, I had some guests on as Josh was away, and we were going to sort the characters into D and D classifications. That was tons of fun. I also recently guested on the Westworld Feedback Podcast over on Posha Recaps with Joe Garfine and Mike Bloom. I got to, like, talk all about my theories on Westworld. It was so much fun. And then also coming up, it may already be released by the time this is out. Uh, I'm going to be on the Stranger Things feedback podcast for Post Show Recap. So go check that out as well. I get to talk about the upside down. I'm not usually a horror fan, but something about Stranger Things just gripped my heart last year and I when I binged all of it. So uh, go check that out as well, all at Post Show Recaps. You can find me at the Jess Sterling on Twitter. Uh, busy, busy bee lately. We got a lot going on and we got even more coming up. So stay tuned to hear more from us because we're going to be putting out some announcements in the semi near future. Um, we appreciate you all for listening. Come back next week for season three, episode 18 of Dawson's Creek. We will talk to you all later. Just ask. 90 shows taught me. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.